Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, We Have the Mind of Christ. It shall be focused on 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Before we go any further, we begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy word, and we thank Thee that we have Your mind, which Your mind is Your word, and may Your will be done in our lives. Speak to us today in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Chapter 2 And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham, titled, The World is Again. We still hear so much about this new system, go to bring uh, the religious system, you know, go to bring peace upon the earth. When the Catholic and all the Protestants unite together, some of them believe in divine healing, some don't believe, and some believe this and some believe that, and you have to forfeit your big uh, fuss you've been fussing about all the time, your evangelical belief to get into the World Council. And, Every denomination will have to come in there. So if the nomination is cursed and to belong into it, what does it do? It throws you right back. If Rome is a mother of denomination and she is the beast 
and the mark of the beast, then they made an image unto it, counseled the churches all together, make an image to the beast. So right straight back to the mark of the beast again. The system of the world, denominationalism, has brought up a system to bring the mark of the beast. And you see it as well as I see it, that right now it's going to be forced that all that's not in that, already set in order, the big machine sitting there, the mechanics is there waiting for Satan to get into it with the dynamics. See? And when it does, no man can preach the gospel. No man without belonging to this system. There's a mark of the beast. And remember, at that time, the bride's gone. So you see how close it is. All right. So you see where we're at. You can see what this great slump and things are going on about. Oh, wake ye saints to the Lord. Why slumber when the end is nearing? How do you do it? Sometimes you send away your day of grace. Don't you never do that? Yes, sir. Now, this system will not bring about a world peace. If that'll bring about a world peace, what happened to the Prince of Peace? That was the word. It's Antichrist and his teaching. It's against exactly what God stood for, what he told us. These signs shall follow them that believe. They believe that's nonsense. Acts 2.38 is another thing to them. They know nothing about all the word and so forth. They know nothing about that. And they deny it. Fulfills exactly what the prophet said in Second uh, Timothy, the third chapter, to be heady, high-minded, having a form of godliness and would deny the power thereof in the last day. That denominational system is the mark of the beast. You've noticed. You've never heard me say it before. That's the reason I've racked it so hard because now I think the time's just about finished, so might as well let it come forth and tell the truth about it. There she is. That's the marking of the beast. Exactly. Rome was the beast and she was the denomination of first organization. And we come out of her, we Pentecostal people, to not be partakers of it and turn right back like a dog to its vomit and a hog to its water. Right back in, no wonder our Pentecostal system is done. And so is a Methodist, Baptist, World Council of Churches and all. It'd be swallowed up in the Council of Churches making a mark or, or an image unto the beast. They'd give it its power and it had a head wounded unto death and then live. Pagan Rome to Papal Rome. Oh my, how blind has Protestants been. Here you are right now sitting right in the midst of something. There's nothing you do now. The system's done for them. <laughs> They'll take it and don't know they've took it. They'll just be in there. That's all. They can't get out of it. It's already done. It's not foreign to people. It's been preached, remember. God give a witness of it. Vindicated by His Word the things that He said He would do. He did it just exactly. So it's without excuse. Yes. It's a false mechanics. It's brought about things just exactly what Jesus did. You, by your traditions, has made the Word of God of no effect. For rejecting that true word, they're right back in the same thing again. Their teachings in the same thing like it was in the beginning. And that against Christ, teaching the word uh, to believers in this age and tell them to, re- to reject and to turn down. When God made his word flesh among his people in the age of Jesus Christ at the first Christmas, what did the Pharisee moves and all them denominations said, don't you even go to one of them meetings. If you do, you'll be excommunicated when you do it. Don't you see how things repeated right back again? Who is this man? What school did he come from? What fellowship card does he have? What group is he at? That's right. When's come with this man? As he come today like he did then, we'll not have this man rule over us. We'll not have nobody tell us what to do. We are oneness. We are threeness. We are Presbyterians. We are this. We don't have to put up with it. I know you don't. But you'll either take the word or perish. That's all. That's no other way of thinking. That that's what holds us together. God's kingdom is not a kingdom of this. It's not a, a God's kingdom. is not a system of this world. 
Jesus said so. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it was, my delegates would fight. He's a word. We're like Abraham. Abraham received the word and anything was contrary to the word, he called it as if it wasn't. And any true born child of God receives God's word. And I don't care what anybody says, what system speaks against that word. The word is true anyhow. God's obligated to meet you on the basis of them promises. Outside of them promises, he can't meet you because you done cut yourself off from him. That's the reason our world's falling apart. At the closing, we might say this. Anything is contrary to it, it's though it wasn't. Such a man-made system, we never look at that. No, sir. Being then baptized in this kingdom, we're now sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, my. With our anointed king with us, feasting on his kingdom promised word, anointed and vindicated right among us. Amen. There it is. His kingdom promise made right before us. Nothing can turn you from it. No, sir. Abraham, though his wife old, him getting older all the time, didn't bother him a bit. He never staggered at the promise of God through unbelief. No matter how much he said it's impossible, he can't get by with it. He stayed with it anyhow. Because why? The king was with him. Showing him the visions and showing him what would come to pass. And it happened just like he said. And he knew that was God. And when God makes a promise and you see it and he tells it and it happens and it tells it and it happens and it tells it happens and it never fails. It's God for the day. Oh, feasting on these heavenly promises of his promised word for this age. Oh, knowing with the absolute assurance of faith that there's coming a new heavens and a new earth. Amen. A new heaven and a new earth. For this first heaven and first earth will pass away. But in this new heaven and new earth, Paul said over here in the book of Hebrews 20, uh, 14, 25, he said, for we receive a kingdom that cannot be moved. How do we get into it? Not by a religious system, but a kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom, the king and his word is the same. And it's within you, vindicating the hour that we're now living in, the promise that God made for this age. Here we are, living with the King, sitting in heavenly places, watching Him doing these things. And how can we turn from that Word to some system? What does it do? It denies the Word. You have to receive to reject truth before you can have an error. That is exactly right. Do you believe that? The hour that we're living. Oh, God. The world's falling apart. There hangs in the hangers bombs. There hangs a thing to do just exactly. The church is ready. She's sealed in, ready to come. There will be a big outpouring of the Spirit. Yes, sir. To grab that church and take her into the skies. Exactly. Because, see, the church, the world, the bride, and Christ, His ministry is in His bride, which is His body. The celestial body, or the, I mean, say the... The supernatural body of his, you're on the spiritual body on earth. His spirit is in there living his life right out until him and the church becomes one in the wedding. See, they become one. He takes them just a little minority in the last days. And then all those virgins that have slept down through the age, they all rose. You see, now that is on the seventh watch. The seventh church age, the last end time, the Lady of Sia, at the end, when just a, 
little group of them went in. But it brings all the resurrection of all those who died in their ages living to that word that was ordained of God and preached to happen in that day. As we went through those church ages and seen exactly the word that would meet them at that time, how Luther raised up, how we find out in Luther age went forth the beast like a man face on it and went forth, which was a reformer, meaning man. And when all ages, each one met just exactly to the requirements of God's word. And so will this age meet exactly to the sign and wonder and thing that God promised to do in this last days. And the church itself will be ready and will go in the rapture with Jesus because we receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. It cannot be moved. Heavens and earth will pass away, but this kingdom shall never pass away. Amen. I'm glad to be tonight. Amen. Tonight in that kingdom. Aren't you happy to be in it? Oh, my. To be in a kingdom that... Just think, what could you promise yourself today? In another 10 to 15 years, if the world shall stand, if it does stand that, every man in Shreveport, every woman, you'll have to pack a gun on the street with you in your pocket to protect yourself. The hoodlums. How you go to stop it? Try Well, the whole, I was in New York the other week and went out through there for miles. Was nothing but these teenage uh, hoodlums with earrings in their ear and ratted hair. Lega tarts on. And girls with little bikinis, they call it, on like that, out on the street. And the public has to give them the right away. Oh, what is the matter with this country? It's because it's a, a sign of a moral, decayed, re- God-rejected nation, that's all. How can you build up on the chars of some ruins like that? How do you go to do it when hoodlums walk in the street and shoot the very president right out of his car? And another night, uh, roadhouse, uh, man up for rackets and everything else, walk right in and jump before the Texas police force with over a hundred and something standing there, walk right in and everybody looking at him, pulled his gun out and shot a man in cold blood and murder and walk out. You played insane and go free. Right in our city, a man walked right into a garage the other day in a little syndicate and took a, a, a man that was a, a car dealer. He didn't like him. And he just pulled out a gun and shot him four or five times. He said, he's insane. They let him go. If it's insanity played for that man, then also Oswald had a chance, should have had a chance to play it insane. What is it? Oh, you see where it's at? The whole thing's a big bunch of corruption. The whole thing's guilty, and the whole world stands guilty, and the church stands guilty before God. No wonder we're falling apart. Let us pray. Lord God, here we are. The hour is here, Father. Maybe later than we think. Maybe corruption has so set in, and the canker worm has been eating, and the caterpillar until all the life is gone. I pray thee, Lord, to be merciful. Grant, Lord, if there's a man or woman, boy or girl in presence now that doesn't know you, that they will accept you just now, Father. Not be the last name that'll ever go on the book out of Shreveport. And while we have our heads bowed, is that person here would raise up your hand and say, Brother Branham, I'm thoroughly convinced of what you said is right. The world's falling apart. And we receive a kingdom that cannot fall apart. And as for me, I'm not sure whether I'm in that kingdom or not. Don't you rely upon whether you have had some kind of an emotional workup. Don't you rely upon whether you spoke in tongues. I believe in those things, sure. 
I believe he's speaking in tongues, but I've heard devils speak in tongues. And to give the interpretation to it. Right in unknown tongues. Witches. See? You can't go with that. But if the life of Jesus Christ is in you, it'll live itself out. Believing every word of God. Because he can't deny himself. He is the word. Now, if he is the word and he's in you, and then you say, well, Brother Branham, I tell you, I just can't take that. I don't believe this. Uh, these things are for this day. And here it is promised to this day. Oh, my brother, you've been deceived. Some spirit has got upon you and deceived you. Lady, if you are a man or whoever you are, if those things that's so real, real in the word that Jesus Christ died for, not just to have a church or to have an emotional bunch, but to have a bunch that's got his spirit living in him, his bride, his word is in there. Every word is true. You know it doesn't operate through you that way. You know these things in the Bible that you just can't believe to be so. And you want to be remembered in prayer. Now with every eye closed, every head bowed, I wonder if at this late hour, when it may be almost past feeling time, see, because it'll come a time like that, when the Spirit of God will be taken from the earth, there'll be no more. The church will remain a while. That's right. Preaching, because it has to preach to the eternal lost, just as every ministry did. Coming down through the age, the last part of every ministry preached to the eternal lost. And there will be a ministry now that will preach to the eternal lost after they have refused to receive it. But if there still seems to be a spark in your heart that you would like to have Christ in you and all the world dead, would you raise up your hand and say, Remember me in prayer, Brother Branham. The Lord bless you. Yes, yes. Ten or fifteen hands. Would there be another before we pray? Now, we're fixing to close in about two or three minutes. God bless you, young lady. Just think of it. Think of it. What if it would be too late? What if you're the last person he'll ever knock on the door? She's falling apart. We know that, that you can't stay here. That's one thing, sure. You can't stay here. You're going. You mark it, you're going. And if you're, just don't be worked up. Don't just say, I belong to church. You be sure of that. If Christ doesn't live you in you to your all your mind, heart, soul, body, you, you say, well, I think you haven't got no thought coming, brother. Let the mind that was in Christ be in you. I think the days aren't to be. I think this aren't to be. I think the word don't mean this. We have no thought coming. If the mind of Christ is in us, then the, we recognize that word to be the truth. And it lives right through us. You can't help it. It's Christ. Take the life out of a watermelon vine and put it in a pumpkin vine. It'll bear watermelons. You can't keep it from it because of life in it is. And if, the, if you say, well, I don't believe that the, the word here, then that ain't the spirit of Christ. See, there's some other spirit in you. Is there another before we pray? God bless you. God bless you. And you, you. Yes, that's good. Now, somebody else. Just a moment now. God bless you, young fellow. You, little lady. You, sister. God bless you and you. All right. Is there another? God bless you back there. Don't be afraid now. Don't be ashamed now. Tomorrow night may be too late. It might be tonight that heart stops beating. It might be tonight you turned it away your last time. How many in here doesn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Raise up your hands. You know that, that you don't have it. My. That's the way you go in. The Holy Ghost is Christ. That's how you're sealed into the kingdom. Ephesians 4.30. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed into the day of your redemption. 
And if you and if you have thoughts of this Bible that it isn't true, then the spirit in you is not Christ. Because Christ is the word. There's the kingdom that cannot be moved. That's the word. That's the kingdom that cannot be moved. Heavens and earth will pass away, but my word will not. If the word is in you, if ye abide me and my word in you, ask what you will. It'll be done for you. Works that I do, St. John 12, 14. The works that I do shall you do also, even more than this, because I go to the Father. Yet a little while the world seeth me no more, yet ye shall see me, for I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. Watch what his works was. See if it's returned to us in the last days. Have they rejected it? Worldwide. And the world's falling apart again this Christmas like it was that Christmas. Our Heavenly Father, there was many hands went up here tonight. Maybe 30 or 40 in this little group of people went up tonight that they knew they wasn't just where they should be. They knew that you did not dwell in them. In the measure, some maybe something in the Bible, they say, I just, I, I, I accept it because I, I just think maybe I ought to. But, Lord, you promised that you would be the Word, and you are the Word, and I will come to you and make myself known unto you. We find that your system, your system never changes. When you come in the Old Testament, you said the Word came to the prophets. And when it did, they prophesied, and it come to pass because it was God. Now, we realize that when you sent us away and commissioned us to go into all the world... And to make disciples. And you said when he the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He will bring these things that I have taught you unto your memory. That's again. And will show you things to come. Still God in sundry times and divers manners spake to the fathers to the prophets. In this last days to his son Christ Jesus. The Holy Ghost itself coming a revealer of the written word and a shore of things to come. It said the word of God in Hebrews 4 is sharper than a two-edged sword, a discerner of the thoughts that's in the heart. And sinful and church man today can sit and see you do the same thing and call it an evil spirit, just like they did in the days gone by. If they call the master of the house Beelzebub, and we see it, Lord God, what more can we do now? This hungry heart here that's raised her hands. Take them right now, Lord. Fill each heart with thy love. Grant it. And while we have our heads bowed, if you that raise your hands would like to come around the platform here, don't, don't put it off. See, just this next moment now. Just get right up real quick and come here and just stand. This might be the night that you receive the Holy Ghost. Friends, look, this isn't going to last all the time. It's going to end. It's ending right now. And it may already end. But as long as you're trying to desire to get to Christ, then it surely is something there yet pulling you that way. Won't you come down and stand right here for prayer? You that desire to would walk right up around the altar just a moment while we keep our heads bowed. Now the people are coming right up. That's right. Come right up around the altar. Say, the world's falling apart. I don't want a world in me. I want a kingdom in me that cannot fall apart. Jesus said, there's nothing will be lost. I'll raise it up again at the last days. Yes, I'll raise it up. He promised. So you cannot fall apart. God's going to raise it up. I don't care what it is. He's going to raise it up. Did you know there's nothing can be annihilated by man? Nothing can be annihilated. You say, what about fire? When it's burning up something, it don't annihilate it. 
It's just the atoms are breaking those chemicals apart. You get heat from it. It goes right back to its original condition, the way it was in the beginning. Acids, gases, lights, and so forth, as it was. You can't annihilate nothing. If, if the world stood long enough, it might come right back to another piece of paper or another tree or whatever you're burning. See? You can't annihilate it. God has made it so. Oh, you can't annihilate God's creation. That's exactly right. So how much more can you raise up at what he's promised? Won't you come? Will there be some more now? There's a little group here, not half what held their hands up. I thought you really meant it when you raised your hands, especially on a message like that. How many of you here, now with your heads bowed, knows this, that you have seen God keep his promise right here across this platform and know the secrets of the heart. One, not one time has he ever told anything but what happened. You know that's true. In the meetings everywhere, just exactly what Jesus Christ did when he was here on earth, he's done it again. You know that. You're aware of that. I was thinking of his healing. Two weeks ago, before I went to New York, there's a lady come in with a cancer in the throat. The Holy Spirit spoke to her in the meeting. Here she was there Sunday with a cancer in a piece of a rag. She coughed it out. The doctors looked at it and said the life went out of the cancer and it's come loose. And she coughed it out. Another had a cancer in the female glands. And she had it right there with the enlarged picture with a doctor's statement with it. She passed it two days later. A little fellow standing there that hadn't had no memory for, for months and months and months. He fell and hurt the back of his head. He didn't even know who he was or where he was at. With just a word of prayer and laid hands on him, I said, what's your name? He said, Billy Butes. I said, how old? He said, nine years old. So where am I at? <laughs> the power of God. We should have been with me in Colorado a few weeks ago. When something happened, it would shake you to know what it was. We're at the end time, friend. Don't, don't put this off any longer. Come. If there's another one here, come up, will you? Will you come? Now, if you're not coming, see, I, I can't, I, 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 all I can do is just tell you the truth. See, that's up to you. Like Noah, he went in, the ark shut behind him. Nothing happened for a while, but the world perished on the outside and the world went right on living. Just the same. See? Pilate went right on after he crucified Jesus. I preached on that in a few nights. Blood on your hands. Lord willing. Notice. Now, is there another before we close? Now, I'm going to ask the real consecrated women and man who knows God to come down and stand here and lay hands on these people. This might be the last time that they'll ever have this opportunity. Some of you consecrated people that know God come up and stand with these people. They're having paint cards on them, nearly every one of them. That means that they're, they're strangers among you. I think that's right. Come, lay your hands on some of the Life Tabernacle members. Come here. Some of you brethren up here on the top. Come on. This is the hour. Don't you, don't you love this people? My. Where's our zeal? Where's our something that makes us move on? What's the matter? Now, if the audience will wait just a moment to this prayer. You people standing here. Now, look. Don't you rely upon some emotion. Although it has emotion in it. Don't you rely upon whether you're going to speak with tongues or not. Don't think nothing about it. God will take care of that. See, You ask for Jesus Christ to come into your life and to live himself through you. You don't want more thoughts of your own. You want his thoughts. That the mind that was in Christ being you. Oh, this is... This... Well, you're just going to hear these things the last time once. Now look, I want all the audience to stand to your feet out there. Now, you dear people, come up here for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. There's no working tomorrow. 
This is your soul, brother, sister. This is your eternal destination. This It's either now or never. And as long as you feel that one little draw, and just think of these truths, they're laying right before us. Don't be dead on those things, folks. It's real. It's proven real, perfect every time. And it's a word confirmed. I'm looking at a man standing right here. I can't think of his name. I believe it's Blair, uh, Reverend Blair. And I was over at Hot Springs here not long ago. I picked up out there in the audience, that man sitting there, and an evil spirit was trying to get to that man to make him doubt me. Now, watch what happened. I said, you might need me sometime. See? It wasn't but just a few weeks ago until his wife called me. The man was dying. See? And the man accepted. He knew that it was a devil trying to get him to believe it's some kind of a hoax or something. But how would he know that? He thought. So then he, by prayer, we drove the evil from him. And then a few weeks ago, see, Satan knew that that time was coming. Where he be laying there with swelling in his side, I believe his wife said, or something with a high fever, a delirious in his head. No, not what it was, some infection in his side, swelled his sides out. And his little wife called me, Tucson. I said, Sister, have you a handkerchief? I believe she had something over there, a little scarf or something. I said, uh, I can see it. Take this and lay it on, Brother Blair, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And he had asked her to come call. What if Satan would have succeeded and make him disbelieve in knowing that was there? He wouldn't be standing here tonight with his Bible over his heart. See, it's Satan trying to make you disbelieve this. That's right. Don't you listen to it. Remember, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. These things are proven so. Now, let's just all, you here at the altar, let's just raise up your hands and say, Lord Jesus, help me right now. Each one praying. Our Heavenly Father, we are assembled here. Oh, God, it's between death and life for these people standing here. Let the Holy Ghost come into their life right now. May there come a, the power of God that's brought them up around this altar. May it come to them in the resurrection of Christ and will give to them the great eternal life that they are seeking for. Lord, churches everywhere are dying. Spiritual water seems to be taken off of the earth. And while there's an opportunity for these people to come beneath the fountain, grant, Lord, if they're parching souls tonight that's hungering and thirsting for God, may be filled with the Holy Ghost right now. Grant it, Lord. Let thy mercies and grace be upon them. Now, just, just keep your head, keep praying. Just keep praying, everybody. Just keep praying. I pray for you. I'll do all I can, but I can't give you the Holy Ghost. God has to do it. Look, form Christ right before you in your mind. Look out there and see if you see Christ before you as you close your eyes. Then walk right into him and say, Lord Jesus, here I am. You and I are going to be one from this on. I'll take every word that you told me. I just stay there. Just keep staying. If you stay tonight, tomorrow, the next day, just stay until it's all over. Praying, believing that God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Come here, God. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, The World is Again Falling Apart. This was preached in 1963 on November the 27th. We'll begin at paragraph 157 up to the end. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. 
We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Pondering the prophecies Of things that are to be And how they pertain to me I see the junction of time Wherein man's destroying himself again By the vision of the word I see ashes on every turn He'll never Forsake his own Before the first bomb fall We'll be gone To the other dimension Traveling faster than the speed of light The same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes We're changing dimensions Changing dimensions Changing dimensions We are waiting at the gate Our flight is about to leave We've passed through all the checkpoints Through all security King Theophany Jesus On the wings of an eagle leads us The token is on display We can now be on our way And just before the fire falls He'll deliver our souls From this world Traveling faster than the speed of light The same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes We're changing dimensions Changing dimensions Changing dimensions To the other dimension Traveling faster than the speed of light The same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes Changing dimensions We're changing dimensions We're changing dimensions To the other dimension Traveling faster than the speed of light 
The same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes We're changing dimensions Changing dimensions Changing dimensions To the other dimension Traveling faster than the speed of light the same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes We're changing dimensions Changing dimensions Changing dimensions To the other dimension To the other dimension Traveling faster than the speed of light the same way those angels came that day Quicker than you could blink your eyes We're changing dimensions Changing dimensions Changing dimensions